I learned a Reb Tzaddik this Shabbos that was, I thought it was just so, so amazing. The, the, we, we read Parshas Bahar this Shabbos. I read, I was just, there's, there's a, there's, there's two points to this that I like. If you are, if you're, you're going to hang on to what I'm saying, and I'm going to talk quickly. I think it's worked fast, it's worked better when I went, when I went fast and slow, right? So I'm going to talk quickly. We'll have the questions over here on my left. Okay, we'll keep track of them, and um, and we'll go, we'll go quickly. But the things, that, there's two points here that I like. Number one is that there's practical advice for us that I like, and number two is that there's a perspective change. We talk you about said number you know, two first, and a, then you said number one. Um, right, because they, it is that way. I went backwards, but you'll see. Okay, you ready? Here we go. I'm going to speak fast now. I'm going to speak fast now. Okay, so the Parshish Bahar begins with the halachas of Shemitah. And Parshish Bahar says, and the, the Parshish begins, Hashem spoke to Moshe at Har Sinai and said the story of Shemitah. Okay, now all the Mepharshim all bring, the Medrash's Kasha, what's the Kasha? Have you ever heard the phrase? Have you heard the phrase? Anybody? Sinai. It's a. It's actually a very. It's a very, very, very widespread phrase. When you want to, um, you know, what you, ever, you, you ever hear people say, you ever hear people say, um, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Yeah. You ever hear that phrase? Just, you know what? Right. So. What? Okay. So I'm going to teach you this. Okay. When you want to say like what shaykhs, what does this have to do with anything? People say my nishmita etzal arsinai. Because that's what the Chazal say when it's when a, uh, the the says the Torah says Hakadosh Baruch Hu spoke to Moshe at Har Sinai, so the Medrash says, why were you talking about Shemitah? You telling me Har Sinai? Yeah, okay. The whole Torah said about Har Sinai. My in Shemitah Har Sinai. What does Shemitah have to do with Har Sinai? What's the answer? The Gemara says the the Medrash says it's to teach you that just like every detail of Shemitah was said by Har Sinai, as you can see. So to all the details of all the mitzvahs were said by Har Sinai. That's the problem. I don't know why I am embarrassed to say that in my 43 years I never thought of that question. What was the question? That you just rolled right off your tongue. That is the problem. So you did not answer the question. Still, my Shemitah. So you told me that just like all the details of Shemitah were said by Har Sinai, so too all the details of all the mitzvahs said by Har Sinai. But why did you choose Shemitah to tell me that? Why didn't you tell me Matzah is by Har Sinai, or Lulav is by Har Sinai, or Klayim is by Har Sinai, or Saita is by Har Sinai? Why did you tell me Shemitah is by Har Sinai? That's... It does not answer the, the question. What is it about Shemitah that you're telling me? Because maybe that, that time of the year. That what? What time of the year that what? Uh, Shemitah and Har is a full year. So it's every time of the year. Yeah, but it simply falls out. They, they teach it to us about uh, Har Why? You say that's all encompassing? Because it's every year? Shemitah's not every year. It's once every seven years. They teach it at this time of the year. So what? Shabbos is every seven days. Say it about Shabbos. Okay, you know, there's no can do anything without understanding. You're throwing out a slogan. A slogan without, without knowing Hashem's Yeah, but why, there, is, why is that the place to teach me that it was said by Har Sinai? 
Because without every what's about everything by Harsina was it Was it the first thing that was said by Harsina? Was it the first thing? Is it part of the Asaras Adibris? Is it the first thing? It says it was taught at Harsina. This is the first thing. Right. And so you can't believe or do anything at Harsina or anything, any mitzvah on Tarot, you don't believe that Hashem is there. Shemitah is the slogan of what? Emuna. And Shabbos is not? But Emuna is also. Shabbos is not about Emuna? I don't know. Well, but why start it by Shemitah? There has to, that's not an answer. When you learn Torah, Hashem has a reason why He chooses us. You can't just say, why not anyone else? No, that's not the point. The point is, the Torah wanted to tell me that all the mitzvahs were said by Sinai. It chose Shemitah to tell this to me. Why did it choose Shemitah? I'm not denying Shemitah. What? Shemitah is don't plant your field every seven years. What's the, is there, is there... I'm sorry? Uh, what are the words of the answer? Okay, you know, I, I can take a parallels to a lot of different things. What are the words of the answer? Like, the words of the answer. The Gemara's answer? Yeah, yeah. Ma Shemitah klolei seo Okay, it didn't help, right? Okay, so he says like this. Okay, you want to hear an answer? This is great, okay? This is great, it's new. This is new to me. There's a Gemara in Saita. Did any of you learn that from Lamed Zion? Who did? Almost there, Rabbi. Probably. You're almost there? I think so. Lamed Zion? You got up to Lamed Zion? Yeah. What? Yeah. What pack is that? So the Gemara Lamed Zayin Amud Beis has a machlekes Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel. But according to Rabbi Akiva, it says that the Torah was repeated three times. Right? Number one, by Har Sinai. Number two, by Oyel Mayid. Number three, by Arvois Mayav. Three times it was repeated. Rabbi Tzaddik says something amazing. He says it's not a random thing that the Torah was repeated three times. Each time, Kalal Yisrael was in a totally different situation. They were totally, you can't compare. And for each new stage of their life, they learned the Torah again, which makes sense. As you head into a new era, stage of your life, you kind of re, it even says the 14 years that Yaakov learned when he went to Chutzlaretz is to prepare him for Chutzlaretz. Each stage, he learned it again. When they stood by Harsida, do you know what Madrega they were on when they stood by Harsida? The highest of the highs. The highest of the, it's impossible, it's impossible for a human being to get that high. There was no more Malach HaMavis, there was no more Misa, it was Pascha Zuhar Maso, it has to do with Moshe no, Rabbeinu that we spoke about. How they died. Didn't they die twice? It could be that that's what made that happen. So whatever it is, but 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 it says Aniyamarti Elokim Atem. Rashi says you're mamish like an Elokim. You were like there's no Malach Hamavis. They were in the absolute highest Madrega, the Madrega of Adam Kaidem Achid, the highest Madrega. That was Har Sinai. Okay. You could ask, ask the same question on Moshe Rabbeinu. Then if the, if Moshe Rabbeinu was already on that really really high level, why didn't his soul leave his body also? Who's that? I didn't. He was in Shemaim. I'm saying generally. He wasn't there. He wasn't, he wasn't the same. So possibly the closest. Oh, oh I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Okay, good boy. I, I'll tell you just in one word. I don't want to lose the, the crowd. I think. I thought he was right next to God. He was like getting it back. Is what God was up here. That's what brought came down. Think about what I'm saying. Okay. Anyway, so that was Rachel, Sinai. Right. That's number one. God came number down two, the, the cycle again. Another cycle of the Torah. What's the second cycle? That's Ba'ayil That was after the Chetu Egel. What situation were Klai Shulani after the Chetu Egel? They fell tremendously. Okay. They were back to Misa, back to Yitzhahara. But were they really that low? They were living in the Midbar. They were surrounded by clouds. They were eating 
they were eating man, the man was falling depending on how big of a tzaddik you were, it was that closeness to your tent, there was no hiding, you know, you did an Aveira on Monday, the man fell further away from your tent on Tuesday, you did a lot of tshuva Monday night, trust me, okay, <laughs> um, imagine that, you know, it was like his big, like, big, like, display in front of, in front of your house, that's basically what it was, so, so they wanted tremendously hard madriga, the Rebbe, you remember we spoke about Maishu Rabbeinu, right, that's where our questions are, you remember we spoke about Maishu Rabbeinu, how unbelievable, you remember that, how we were going crazy from how high Maishu Rabbeinu was? He was their Rebbe when they were in there. So on the one hand, they were much lower than our Sinai. On the other hand, they were much higher than we could imagine for sure. So that's Oyel Moy. It's stage two, Klal Yisrael. Then Arvoy Smoy was right before they went into Eretz Yisrael. When they go into Eretz Yisrael, is there going to be Anani Akavit? No. Is there going to be Mun? No. Is there going to be Moshe Abenu? No. On the other hand, they're going to be in Eretz Yisrael, working the land, going to war, appointing a king, creating a Malchus Shemayim, a kingdom for Hashem on this world. Taking a physical world and turning it into a Malchus Shemayim. That's a new stage. That's not the stage that we're in the Midbar. Stage three, they had to, they had to um, learn the Torah again. Now think carefully about this question. This blew my mind. Of the three stages, which stage does the concept of Shemitah fit best? Think about this. Third. Which? Everyone yeah. agree? Third. It fits the third stage. That they're on the Madrega of a Malach, that they're living in the Midbar, surrounded by Anani covered oh, with the Mun falling. And what? There's no land. There's no planting. That's the whole reason why. That's why. Adarabah. The, the purpose of Shemitah would be to retain the Madrega of stage two when I go into stage three. Stage no, you're going to be... Not having betachim, so I would say that the time to be taught about betachim is stage two. That's stage one also. No, but it's, but it's, it's, not, it's not relevant then. It's not relevant. Stage one. Stage one. But you're not planting. You're not planting. You're not planting. You're not planting. That's not your avodah. Stage one stage two. Because of the believing in Hashem is, is the most relevant. Right, but, but there are other but times. There's Shabbos. There's other mitzvahs that would fit that concept. They were learning Torah Yom of Elilah. Even the man itself was that. As far as the man itself was, they went to sleep at night. There was no food left. They would die the next day. And they had to believe in Hashem to get man the next day. So they, but the Shemitah is cut the grass, you know, just plant the seeds, you know, prune the trees, do all of those physical things. And when it comes to the seventh day, remember that there's a Hashem. That fits stage three. Stitch fits going into Eretz Yisrael, right? Now you understand the question. Rabbi said, we are the only ones in the world now that understand this. Ma inyin Shemitah, Eitzel Har Sinai. Isn't that amazing? What does Shemitah have to do with Har Sinai? Come on, that's gold. Ma in Harsina is, I am on the Madriga of a Malach. It really matters. I'm going to plant my field for six days. What field? I'm on the Madriga of a Malach. What do I care? I'm not, I'm not plant. I'm not a farmer, my friend. Okay? I'm Adam Rishon Kaida Machet. You know what it says about Adam Rishon Kaida Machet? It says that the trees would produce baked bread for him. There was nothing to plant. There was nothing to plow. He was looking at the, Well, you could just plant your field for six years. What plant? You're living in, you're living in Ganeidin. Okay, so the Chazal want to know, Ma inyin Shemitah Eitzel Har Sinai. So Chazal say, it's to tell you that just like Shemitah, all the halachas, all the parts of it were said by Sinai, so to all the mitzvahs, all the parts of it were said by, so what, so what? Um, no, Shemitah, you look at, look at the Reb Tzaddik, when you get a chance, it's Maimer Beis in the pre-Tzaddik on Parshish Bahar, and he points out that um, Shemitah is specific to this because it's about recognizing that the land doesn't really belong to Hashem. There's specific limudim um, of Shemitah. But anyway, it doesn't belong to us, it belongs to Hashem. Thank you, you saved me there. Okay, so, so I, 
Some, someone's listening. So, um, okay, so, so not in Shemitah. So what's the answer? And here's where Tzaddik says, I thought this was amazing. How is, how is, what's like the golden catch? And it's just this concept. Ma'in in Shemitah, Eitzel Har Sinai. What does Shemitah have to do with Har Sinai? means that Shemitah is really not about the Madrega they were on by Har Sinai. Shemitah is for a Jew who's on the Madrega of living in Eretz Yisrael. They weren't on that Madrega by Har Sinai. They were much higher. So what's the answer? The answer is that even when you're living in the world of plan A, you have to be thinking of plan B. What Tzaddik says. Right now, you're on the highest madrega in the world, but you know there's a Yetzirah out there. And you never know where he's going to drag you. And you have to be ready for when he drags you down, and you're a regular, normal person, and you're heading into Eretz Yisrael. You have to be ready for that. So I learned that, Reb Tzaddik. I'm not going to let you catch your breath now. And I was very depressed when I first learned it. The answer, I'll tell you, because the answer was that even when I'm doing awesome, I should realize that, no, life could turn rotten again. Right? It sounds a little depressing. Always keep in mind that, oh, no matter how high you are, always keep in mind that you could be back in the garbage. That's what it sounded like to me. Okay, I was not thrilled with that. Okay? I don't think it means that. Let's say someone's doing well in a certain place, then he going to Eretz Yisrael or something else. Remember, there's a challenge there also. Don't think that you're doing well here. Right, that's true, but when you teach Shemitah to people by Harsina, what you're saying is that there's a chance that they're going to lose everything they've got. They're, 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 they're going to... Okay, but they're going to lose the fact that there's no Yetzirah. They're going to lose the fact that there's no Malach It's still a tremendous loss. But it's not a loss. Okay, that's true. It's true. Maybe it's part of it. But it's, we're still guard. saying that when you're doing great, when you're doing great, tomorrow you cannot be doing great. Okay, so that, that's, that's what Shemitah is, you're right. But saying that that's when you make real. First you have the inspiration stage where you hit something artificial to the level where you're not really at. Now you're gonna but was that their plan, that it was just a, a, it wasn't an artificial plan, but that stage? was what it was. But, okay, but, was, but when they're standing there by Harsinai, what message are they getting? That this is who they are and this is what they're going to they're gonna be... Right, the message, you're standing by Arsinai, they, they chased out the, the Malachim Mavis, they're going to live forever, they're living on the Madriga of other Rishikai and the Machet, and then I'd say, by the way, you need to know Shemitah. What message am I getting? Isn't that kind of not the point of the world, though? Yeah. What do you mean? What's supposed to be in the level forever, like, that's not how the world's supposed okay, to be. Okay, I don't want to get into that, that is a good question. I thought Nassim would ask that question. That's it. That is an excellent question. I don't want to distract from there. Okay, Arya, that's a good question. I don't want to go there right now, okay? Even though we were at the highest point the pinnacle of what we could be, we, you have to keep your guard on. It's not That's exactly what's valuable about the inspiration, that you can take it when you're, not, when, when you're no longer inspired. Okay, so let me, I, I agree with what you're saying. Let me just push it. Let me, let, let me, just, let me just bring this home, okay? All right? I think that it is the most unbelievable chizok that we could possibly get. If you have a relationship with someone and you're doing awesome, okay, you're just doing incredible, so then there's always that fear, and we have this. There's always that fear that if I'm not doing incredible, then that person won't want to have a relationship with me. Maybe the reason why that person likes me is because I'm doing awesome. But if I fall apart, then that person will reject me. It could be true a person could feel that way about a relationship with a, with a wife, with a woman. A person could feel that way about a relationship with a Rebbe. A person could feel that way about a relationship with a parent. That, oh, you know why they're very close to me? Because I'm doing awesome. I'm not doing awesome. They're going to, they're going to show me the door. What Hashem was saying was, by Har Sinai, you guys are doing awesome. You're on the highest level ever. I'm going to teach you how you could have a relationship with me even when you're not doing awesome. Because that's how much I love you. That there is no situation where this relationship ends. So even when you're by Har Sinai, 
even when you're the most awesome place in the world, there's no Yetzirah, I want you to know that I don't love you because of that. Okay? One of my kids, one of, I'm curious what you think, okay? Curious what you think about this. One of my kids once told me that the reason why... The, Long conversation, okay, long teenage conversations. I'm not going to give you all the background, but basically the comment was that the reason why they're from today is because they don't want to disappoint their parents. What do you think about that? Very true. Very true. Very Do you know what I said? Tell me what you think about this answer. Tell me if you think this is a wise thing to answer. I responded. You guys ready? I just want you to know. I just responded. I just want you to know that even if you're not from, you're still part of the family, so don't be from because of that. You're always part of this family. Why did I say that? But maybe, maybe the child could then say, thank God. Okay, think of not being from, thank God. But anyway, um, oh, that, that's great. I could be part of the family. And I, I thought I'm, I have to stay from because or else my father won't let me stay at home. No, but you're saying is it's not based on religion. Exactly. It's based on, you that him. message was too important for me to pass up. I don't love you because you're from. I'm very proud of you that you're from but I don't love you because you're from. That is what Hashem was saying. By Har Sinai, you're on the highest level ever. You're not masking me? How true is that, though? What? By Har Sinai, on the highest level ever. Well, how true is it? What do you mean? Like, if we cannot... someone's child would completely, like, disrespect everything our bills there and cross them, someone, like, intermarry and move away, like, is, how can you say you'd still love them the same way? Is that true? I don't have kids. I don't know how it works, but, like, is that really true? It was, it was certainly my commitment. You want to know if, it, if, it, if, a person, if a parent could be challenged? Yeah, maybe a, per, maybe a parent could be challenged. So but my commitment is, was that it's an Avo Sheinat Libra. That's Hashem's commitment. Rashi says, the, the Pasuk says in Parshas Bechukaisa, the other Parsha of last week, that no matter how far away you are, no matter how low you sink, I will never erase my bris with you. Hashem says that. It doesn't mean. What? What do you mean? Gemara the fact that Shemitah is the Avoida, Shemitah is a perfect example. Now, maybe you'll be able to think of other examples. I'm not even sure if you can. Every but physical Shemitah, every physical uh, not necessarily. This is a mitzvah that, ha- that the whole, you have to understand something. They went from the Midbar into Eretz Yisrael. The dogma of the entire shift of their life was that they're moving into a land that's theirs. And a mitzvah that is the primary mitzvah of that land represents that shift. That is the primary mitzvah that typifies Eretz Yisrael. That typifies. Yeah. It's so not the primary. But the reason Eretz Yisrael is not to observe Shemitah. No, but Shemitah represents our having Eretz Yisrael. Okay. It's a land. It's not really our land. It's Hashem's land. Does Rabbi believe that it's still our land? You ask me what I believe. You should ask me what the Torah believes. I just believe whatever the Torah believes. So when I'm asking about that's that's basically what I'm saying. Yes, are we? Do we make a shvu not to go back? What? Do we make a shvu not to go back here? Did we? I never heard that. No, I've been there so many times. I even lived there. If you hold it, it's time to shvu. I'm supposed to go back and. 
But in any event, so so the, the, just to, just to say how it fits in, so the Chazal are asking, my in Shemitah it's like because Shemitah doesn't fit with Har Sinai. So no, it's Dafka to tell you that just like Shemitah was said by Har Sinai, every single mitzvah that represents every single kufa is said by Har Sinai. Yeah. I feel terrible for him. If you learn Reb Tzaddik, it's like it's like if I told you one piece of Reb Chaim and you started to scream at me, I was like, okay, fine, you have to learn the rest of the safer. That's not the conclusion you draw out. Look, I want to tell you something, If it was just me and you right now, okay, and we could do this one day, I could go for two hours backing up the word I just told you. Maybe longer. It's true, Vart. The evidence is molded to fit the conclusion. No, it's not true. It's, it's the evidence was presented to you in that way instead of giving you two hours. Just like Shear often is, by the way, because I give Shear too. Okay? Just like when I ask, a, I say a Rajba, Machlaik is a Rajba and Rambam, and I, and I, and I say a Chakir, and this and that, it all fits into place very pretty because I didn't tell you that there's another Rambam that's a little Saiser in the Rajba and the another Mesech is a little bit not that way. So I dressed it up to make it fit to you because I have to give you a Shear. And it is Emes, but I didn't give you the whole, the whole thing. So that's the thing. Well, be careful about Rutsadi. He's a big man. Be careful. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Just be careful. What? Anyway. Anyway, we can talk about that another time. Remember, there's no shoot. Like, I heard this also. I didn't hear, like, exactly what it was. I heard that there was someone, someone made a school of that I don't know what that is. I don't know. It could be. I have no idea. I don't, I'm just not aware. It could be. I'm just not aware. There's something about not going back to Mitzrayim. Let's just finish this up, okay? Because I think this is important. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. In our life, that Yaakov and I agree about. That in our life, when you're in the middle of plan A, you have to have a plan B. That we agree. You know, when a person is doing awesome, they have to realize that there are ups and downs. And down doing awesome, tomorrow I might not be. And to have a plan how I'm going to handle tomorrow. Is that it? Right? That we, that we could agree on. Okay, what? You may have you may sin. We talked about that. You're in the middle of you may have you have, uh, you have in mind how you're going to handle you may sin. Give me some examples of what that means. Okay? Give me a practical, a practical example. What does it mean? What does it mean? I'm doing awesome today. I'm learning. I'm focused. I'm davening. I'm in my groove. Today I am good. Okay? I know tomorrow might not be so good. It's an off Shabbos. I'm going to go home. I'm going to fight with my mother. I know it's not going to be so good tomorrow. What could I do today? What can I plan? What can I put into place today to make tomorrow better? No, 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 that it won't be. Yeah, well, tell me a plan. Uh, have the minimum. Pray. Well, How do you prepare depends on, depends on who you are. I think there are some broad have things. Have the minimum. Pray and, and have a moon that Hashem, like, Okay, davening, davening, connecting with Hashem about is for sure. Accepting, knowing, and realizing. Okay, that's true, but I, I, sometimes I need to... That's for sure. On my worst day. That's for sure, but when I wake up, when I wake up, and it's just not a good day. I'm not making it to davening. I'm not learning. I'm not. I'm just. It's not a good day. What am I doing? What am I doing? What's my plan for that day? Because to start making a plan that day doesn't We've work. Had you ever notice that? Accept it. Accept it. And embrace it. Yeah. Do the best you can do within that situation. That's it. Those three steps. Okay. So there, there. It's a very. It's a very, very interesting thing. Making a schedule. You have to be careful. First of all, there's different schedules in life. That means that you have to be able to be in an awesome place 
and be able to put your mind in you not in an awesome place. Because if you don't do that, then when you're in an awesome place, you're like, oh, I'm going to dive in for an hour, then I'm going to learn for two hours. Right. has to be in the middle. You have to, you have to be able here. to understand where you're going to be tomorrow. But I want to point out something that I think is beyond that. I mean, nothing is right that we talked about this, but this we didn't say. I want to point out another part of it, okay? I think that it's super important to be careful not to look down at a guy who's not holding where you are. And I'll tell you why. I'm not just talking about because we're liberals and we love everyone. Okay? I'm not. I, I, I think, because, I think it's, it's relevant to our plan B. If when I'm doing awesome, and a, we have a tendency to do that, it's an automatic thing. When we're doing better, we look more like at the guy who's not doing as well. It's just a normal thing. It's a normal thing. You know, I told you my Arab Shabbos story, right? My Kabbalah Shabbos story. I said yeah. months ago, right? So, so it, which comes up all the time, where when you're in a, when you're in a, a situation where, um, guys, let's say, let's say, let's say you're you're in a room with guys. Okay, let's say let's say you used to, at the beginning of the year, for half the year, you used to wake up at eleven thirty every day. That's when you woke up. And then it was normal to you. That's what I do. Okay, that's what I do, you know. That's what I do. Then, you, you know, it gets towards the end of the year. You know, the, 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 this yeshiva is awesome in the fact that as the year goes on, unlike exactly the opposite of other yeshivas that go down as the year goes on, this yeshiva goes up as the year goes on. It gets more intense, more intense, more intense. I feel in the year. 11.30 becomes 8.30. I start getting up at 8.30. I get up. I, I go to davening. I come back from davening. I see these guys sleeping. Low lives. Now, and it's like bichlal not in my head. That, yeah, that that was you last week. It's a tendency of a person to do that, to look down at that guy. Now it's now it's true that it's very nice. It's very nice not to look down on other people, but I think it's dangerous to look down on them, because what happens is you start getting carried away with where you are, and believing that you're going to be there forever. And, and, and then when you wind up, the, and two weeks from now, waking up and it's 11.30, you are not ready for that. Because not only did you not plan for it, you already wrote it off. You already made fun of that guy. Now you made fun of yourself. So I think it's very important as we climb the ladder and we do better and better, that we look at people who are where we were to remind ourselves, that's not a bad guy. That is me two months ago. Well, that is me two years ago. Or eventually in life, that is me 20 years ago. But to be able to see yourself in the people, I think, again, I'm not talking about being nice. You don't need me to come here to tell you to be nice. I'm not such a nice guy. Okay? I'm talking about yourself, selfishly. When you look down at someone who's not in a good place, you are cutting off your chances of having a good plan B. You're cutting off your ability to do well if, if you slide down. If you have that Shemitah, it's Har Sinai. If, you're, if you were once by Harsinai, now you need a Shemitah, you, you cut it off. I think that that is an important thing. You can add that to the list of things we talked about then. All the planning for Plan B, you have to be able to, while you're doing awesome, be able to look at someone who's not. Guys finish Mesechtas, and then there's the guys who don't. Guys, um, guys are up on time, then there are the guys who aren't. Guys are doing well with whatever different personal things guys are up to, and then there are the guys that aren't. And every guy who got anywhere in life could look around and find someone who is where he was. Now, how is he relating to that guy? Are you allowed to use it as a push? Like, let's say you were the one who was, who was sleeping at 11, and then you see other guys and you're the ones going at 8.30, are you able to look at them and say, thank you, Hashem, for making me be able to... Like, could, be, not, not I, I think it's Hashem, delicate. Like, just say, like, but, yeah, but 
I think it's delicate. I think it's important. I think that part of that is very important. It's very important sort of to be like able to say, right, but not not at the expense of them, right? Not at the expense of them. Not asking. It's pasha. Not to look down at them. What do you mean? I'm not sure if the way you focus on it is first by looking at other people and judging them. I think it's first putting your own self-esteem. No, but what what could happen is that when I see that, I remind myself how fortunate I am that I'm not there anymore. Yeah, look back. Okay. The more real you are, you know, it happens with addiction. Guys that were guys guys that were were. Guys, I don't want to say addicted because addicted is a strong word, but guys that were attached to a drug. And then aren't, so and then you go a year, six months, a year without uh, so without it. Okay. Once you're an addict, you're always an addict. It's not about not being addicted. First of all, that is a huge machlekes ha psychologist. Huge, 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 huge. And second of all, it's not my point. It's not my point. My point is that if I, that's why I say the word attached. Saying the word attached. If I was attached to a drug, and now I'm no, I went for six months without it. Okay. When you look at someone and you see that person, just like a slave to it just an absolute slave you know like just like he's just like it's just like living that that life is a slave you feel thank you Hashem I'm not a slave anymore for today you're not looking down the person you're what? Just thinking, you're right so there it could come first to see the person you see you, it's possible, <coughs> you see how, so how pathetic it is. you understand your own side and you understand yourself, and then the consequence of that is that you're going to knock out right. people. True, true. Then they go both ways, though. You know, there's a lot that's different. There's a lot that's different, but there's also a lot that's the same. And one of the, by the way, one of the signs of an addict, one of the signs of an addict is someone who thinks that their situation is totally unique. I've sat with dozens of guys, I'm not a single guy. Every guy is totally different. No, even if I'm addicted, but I'm in a unique situation. Everybody's a unique situation. One of the things they teach when we, do, we deal with addicts is, with all due respect, you're not special. You're special, but not, not, not regarding this. What? Is it possible for an addict to know he's addicted? Sure. You're still an addict, you're not a yeah. Sure. There's plenty of other addictive thinking that will go along with it. Right. But yeah, an addict can always addict it. But then he'll the say, say, I'm going to stop tomorrow. That's where he starts the season. The, 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 the first concept of AA is realizing you are. Now, there are people who say they're not. That you're right. You're right. It's not half as bad as the guy who says, you know, I can stop whenever I want. I can stop whenever I want. Absolutely. Guy who says, I can't stop, I'm addicted, I know I can't stop, I tried a bunch of times, I can't stop, I'm stuck. Example, any cigarette smoker, any older cigarette smoker. What? What if you never had an addictive thought process? What do you mean? It's not about Drago that now he knows he can't stop. He still could be an addict. He still could be an addict. He still could be an addict. And the addictive thinking will come out, first of all, in the creative ways he gets his drug, which is amazing. You know? What? Guys will guys will be mocked to themselves to do all kinds of things that they would have never done, right? People will besides for religion, which will fall to the wayside. The, the, the addiction will be stronger than, than religion. It'll be stronger than his caring about his friends. He will, a guy will lie, cheat, and steal to get to keep his addiction going. A guy who will never steal a thing in his life will steal to keep his addiction going. That's what an addiction you know? is. So the addiction will come first. Even if he's not rationalizing it, it'll still come first. 
Because there's no rationalizing. Because, your drug is your because his priority. intellect is clear enough that he that he that he's not rationalizing it. He's gonna have a bird's eye view. There are addicts that know 100 percent that this is addiction. I can't stop, and they're caught in it, but they know. Okay. Any cigarette smoker, any older cigarette smoker. No, 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 you have your cigarette smokers that say, don't ever start. I, I know it's horrible, and I know it's bad for me, I'm addicted, and I can't stop. You do, yeah, you end up destroying yourself on the inside. But you know that's the first step of the acknowledging that you're in Exactly what happens. Yes, they become completely destroyed on the inside. You let yourself think anymore. 100%. It's like a wizard. Knowing how healthy your your leader is is well, when everyone looks better. You're doing well. Articulate why that is. Like when you're doing well, like in a good place, everyone else looks better. When you're just like doing doing well and you're doing the right things, everyone looks worse. We see that again. Let me think about that. We'll talk about why? that next time. It's all perspective. Right, but why? Because why when you're doing the right things? Same action. I'm gonna keep that in mind for another time. I need your questions. Also for another time. Same action. You can do as good. Rabbi, Rabbi, um, am I wrong? Yeah, very, very interesting. You can be doing the same thing, getting off a shock or whatever, but when you're mind, when you're when you get more healthy, you look better. Uh,